Hi friends, it's Andrea here with another episode of Anti-Diet Revolution. So you're sick and tired of all the dieting, dieting messaging, and dieting talk. Good, me too. But the question is, how do we create a diet culture-free zone at home and at work? Today, I'll get you started with some fantastic tips to create the ideal environment for you, your family, and your friends. But real quick, I have a question for you. I want you to raise your hand if you are an emotional eater. I honestly would think most of us listening right now would be raising our hands. But I know that some of us find this a bigger challenge than others. Those that really struggle with emotional eating tell me all the time that they need to control their eating more. I've developed a process so you can bust through emotional eating for good. Stop for a minute and imagine what your life would look like if you didn't emotionally eat. Things would really change, wouldn't they? That's why I'll be starting a six-week group coaching series where we will break down emotional eating and work through this process, which actually is a very systematic process to get you through this. I call it the food freedom formula. You can find more information about this in the link in the show notes, or feel free to contact me with a message and we can discuss this more. Welcome to Anti-Diet Revolution, the source for your weekly dose of non-dieting approach to weight loss and improved health. I'm Andrea Heyman, and I've been a registered dietitian for over 25 years specializing in weight management. I've seen countless women struggle in their quest to meet their weight loss and health goals. Over the years, I've learned that traditional diet culture strategies just don't work. I've found the keys to help you feed yourself, lose the weight, and meet your wellness goals without restrictive eating, menu plans, or missing out on your favorite foods. Through a non-diet approach, I'll provide mindset strategies, tips, tricks to achieve your healthiest body, and I'll share the stories, strategies, and successes to get your healthiest self. Interview guests will share their transformations from a traditional diet culture approach to food freedom. I'm on a mission to knock out diet culture and help you achieve the freedom, growth, improved health, and enhanced lifestyle that comes with adapting the anti-diet approach. Let's dive in. Nothing bugs me more than going to a barbecue or a wedding or a baby shower and hear women talk about how they wish they could eat dessert or talk about their diet plan that doesn't allow them to eat a bun with that burger. Why is it so normal for women to talk about their diets and restricting themselves? This is so common and super frustrating to me. But the impacts on ourselves, and even more important, this conversation, these tidbits are so damaging to our kids who are overhearing these messages. The women I work with have at least one defining story or life event that they remember from their childhood pretty young, where an aunt or a family member or a parent talked about their diet, their weight loss, and how it was going or not going. And the fact that we remember this as adults proves that this line of conversation is extremely impactful and damaging to our kids that are around us. 
So how do we cultivate a diet culture free zone without forcing it or making it uncomfortable for others that are around? We definitely want to do this in a stress-free kind of organic, natural way. So here are my few tips to get you going. Number one, don't classify foods as good or bad. You have the ability to plan healthy meals at home and at the workplace, you can make requests for balanced meals when the company is ordering a catered meal. Or if you're having a potluck at work or at a social function, you can volunteer to bring more nutrient dense options. So you can have the structure of healthier foods there. But once you get there, don't label the foods as good or bad or healthy or not healthy. We are the ones, we adults, we humans are the ones that give meaning to the foods. But really, they're just foods. They're neutral until we attach a significance to it. And that is something that we really want to get away from, move away from, because we store those beliefs in our subconscious. And as soon as we begin to kind of reprogram those deep underlying beliefs, away from thinking of food as good, bad, healthy, unhealthy. That is the way to gain more freedom from food and feel more liberated. Okay, number two, don't talk about diets or the need to lose weight. This goes on in all settings, at home, work, all over the place. But what about when other people, we can have control over what we say or not say, but what about when others mention their diet or their particular plan? Well, first of all, I suggest gearing the conversation away from those types of dieting comments. In some situations, especially work, you want to be very sensitive. So just simply changing the subject might be the best option. But when it, you're at home, you can be more direct and kind of tell the offending commenter that all foods fit, all foods are part of a healthy diet, or something about, oh, we eat a balanced diet, we, we eat a variety of foods, something like that, that is going to kind of stop the conversation so that it doesn't continue. And so that anyone listening, particularly your kids, get the message, the consistent message that you are trying to drive. If you hear your friend or coworker, or especially your child talking about a diet or someone else's diet, ask them a more probing question. What do you know about this diet? Is it beneficial for your body? What type of lasting effects does this have on your body? Is this how you plan to eat long-term? Really get folks to think about what they're doing and the implications that it might have. All of these questions get that conversation rolling and you can lead it in the direction you want in like a positive direction without being judgmental or shaming the individual. You can be clear that you know, dieting is never healthy and balanced eating is the number one way to go. Number three, tip number three, don't comment on other people's bodies, even if it is complimentary. Even if you are saying something like, oh, have you lost weight? Oh, you look really good. All comments on the body should be no-nos. When we make those comments, we're placing emphasis on appearance and <laughs> Obviously, we want to get away from that. If you're looking to make a nice compliment towards someone, you can compliment them on what a beautiful food presentation they put together or on any kind of comment that's not about their appearance. 
And that's something that's much more substantial and meaningful as well. When you're at the table at home, focus on serving a balance of foods. And I talk about this in other podcast episodes where we can have a plan to eat a balance of foods, like foods from each of the food groups. And most days, that's how our eating is going to go. But on the days we don't, so for example, the day that you don't have much time and you're going to order pizza, don't criticize this meal. Don't say, oh, I didn't have time to cook, so I had to just get this pizza. You're indirectly showing and teaching your kids that there's something wrong or something bad about this pizza. And we don't want to do that. So those are my quick tips. When you start paying attention to this and start, you know, intentionally trying to create more of a a diet culture free zone, you are going to notice how pervasive and how common it is for people to leave comments and most likely for yourself as well. It is something that we most likely are not even aware of how frequent it is. So this is a good practice to begin cultivating because we want to be the best role models that we can be. When we show our families and friends and coworkers that we can enjoy a variety of foods from all the food groups and all that, we are really modeling that anti-diet culture. And imagine if all households looked this way and promoted this, we would knock out diet culture in future generations to come. And that would be a dream come true. Until next time, take care. Hi, I'm Andrea Heyman, host of the Anti-Diet Revolution podcast, and I've been a weight loss dietitian for more than 25 years. I've learned that traditional diets are not the answer for long-term weight loss success. And for the past couple of years, I've been helping ambitious working moms like you gain freedom from emotional eating so you can lose the weight you've always wanted. If you ever wanted to do the same, but you can never get any traction, here's how I can help. As you can guess, regularly overeating your number one crave food is not gonna get you the weight loss you desire. But what if I told you, you don't have to be a slave to your cravings and you can have control over your habits. In fact, I see women who stop overeating that number one crave food gain so much momentum. Think about it. Imagine a day where you wake up not regretting what you ate the previous day. That would leave you so much energy because you wouldn't be beating yourself up and thinking how you're gonna make up for those calories you ate yesterday. You don't think gaining control over this one aspect of your eating alone could start tipping the weight loss needle? Of course it would. That's why I created the Stop Overeating Challenge. It's a four-part audio series that gives you step-by-step training on how to stop overeating your number one crave food. The feedback from this challenge has been amazing and it is absolutely free. To access this challenge, I'll include it in the notes here.